0: What's good, Podcastville? Thank you for 15 incredible seasons. Big shout out to Sound Reaper Graphics and Blue Canary Auto for five years of consistent support of the Bystander podcast. I am your host, Tiny Tim, coming to you from beautiful Bainbridge Island, Washington at some generic time in your day. I'm glad you're here. Please be a friend and tell a friend you heard it on the Bystander and follow us on social media. Now, let's get the party started. With some intro music from the incredible Leroy Bell. Good podcast, Phil. You found the Bystander Podcast. Today, I'm on site with the artist Thomas Dambo. How are you doing today?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. Just uh, ready to finish my troll here on Bainbridge. Where are you guys headed after this? Going to Lincoln Park, where we are building uh, the next sculpture.
0: Yeah, yeah, nice. And you've been going back and forth between Portland and here recently
1: yeah we came uh, we came to portland like uh, 10 days ago and then uh, we finished that sculpture down there and then now we are then have two sites open here so i have half of my crew here in bainbridge and half of my crew in in seattle and then that'll be sculpture number six out of my way of the bird king as i call this fairy tale with 10 sculptures i started in new jersey vermont michigan colorado portland washington t- state 10 sculptures in a uh, hundred days that's crazy um I got a chance to help
0: build the Troll the first day with your crew. You weren't here, but uh, they were incredible guys, amazing guys. And I was wondering, you guys seem to have a a good time, travel all over the world, Um, very unique and individual type artists that you've gathered here. How did this whole build crew come together?
1: Yeah, so... I have uh, 24 people in my full-time uh, crew, some of them will are uh, builders that will go travel with me and some of them I like doing my social media and my videos and accounting and everything that you need, but um, it's, it's a little bit of an uh, odd bunch. We are actually seven nationalities that are here with me of the 12 people that we are building right now here in Washington State. Um, so it's people like uh, Xavier that I picked up when we made a project in Australia last year. And then William, who started, called me and asked if he could intern from Germany. And then he came and then we liked him and he liked us. And then he stuck around. So it's like, yeah, all the misfits that we picked up around the world, mm-hmm. a, part, a part of the troll crew, you know, have got to be good workers. But most important you have to have good energy because we are like a little family and we stay together, you know, like it. We stay 10 days in a house here, you know, so you got to love each other. Otherwise, you'll we'll start hating each other a lot, you know.
0: Well, you guys are definitely characters and having a good time, and it it's contagious, and it's pretty awesome. Also, I was wondering, how do you do this as Rolling Stones, not 20-year-old kids, um, with your family in tow and and traveling so much? How does that all work out, and
1: does that put any to divide in people's families? So... I like My family is only one year old, so I have twins that are one year and three weeks old, so I haven't really tried it that much, but the way we've, we've planned it, me and my wife, for this long project is that we, first. so out of the 14 weeks, my wife was in first 10 days with her parents, then she came on the road with me, and then she left for five days um, and was with a friend, and then she came back again for another three weeks, and then now she with her parents again for two weeks because my wife is from Ryan, New Hampshire. So, yeah. So she comes in and then stays for some weeks and then she goes and does something else. And then we also have had like a part-time babysitter, part-time troll builder to help out with the boys.
0: (laughs) How did you first um, be fascinated with trolls and giants?
1: So, like, there was, like, a lullaby that my mother would uh, sing to me about the trolls, and there was, like, a cassette tape that I would go to the public library, and then, like, there was, like, I think ten or eight stories about a troll called, like, Lillipus, the little troll, and then, uh, yeah, I would always listen to them, and then... And then all the the, the popular fantasy and, uh, like, we've all been through, like, where with, with, with trolls are occurring in the Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. So it's just, like, trolls come from the Nordic countries. That's, like, they were a big part of, like, the religions and the folklore stories before mm-hmm. Christianity came in and tried to basically kick it all out. Um, but it's still occurring in Denmark and it's... Um, I'm not a troll freak or anything like that, but it it just happened that it worked really good with what I was trying to achieve with my art career, and then by coincidence, I started making trolls. And are trolls good? Trolls are both good and bad, and that's why they work really good in the stories that I'm writing, Mm. Um, because just like us humans, trolls are both good and bad. But all my stories are written from the perspective of the trolls. And then the humans are the villain. But some of the, the trolls, they then want to kill and eat all the humans. But some of the trolls, they want to save the humans from being eaten by the other trolls. So that's kind of like the, the dynamics of the stories that I'm writing.
0: It seems like there's a little bit of a whimsical, uh, the trolls playing with humans type look in your art. Is that purposeful?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's fun to play with that scale. Like mm-hmm. us humans, we're playing with the animals and we're controlling the animals. But then we are ultimately, we are ruled by the animals and the nature and like the world and the climate that we are in. Um, so the, the, for me, the trolls are then playing with the humans as the humans are puppets. And that's yeah. what this, this Peer the Peacekeeper, as it's called, it's a, she is um, then playing with two puppets. Um, but the puppets being human, that can walk in and take a photo standing in, in her hands like if she was grabbing a human as a puppet.
0: Yeah, she's grown a lot of hair since Monday. It's kind of cool. Um...
1: Yeah, it's actually the hair... It's a volunteer who's called Sam uh, from Paulsboro, uh, and he pruned his apple tree the last two years and saved all these uh, branches that ha- they grow out in this. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but, you know, they grow out in these uh, nuts and these, so they get mm-hmm. super curly and right. uh, and weird. I think it's maybe it's some type of disease or something like that, but it becomes these big bulbs of uh, apple Branches, so it looks like really curly, and I think it looks really nice. What's the ratio of female to male trolls in your journey here? I try, and um, I believe it's five five in um, in this one. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. I'm I I shape the sculptures after myself, and I'm a dude, Um, so I do dude things, and I (laughs) draw dudes, and like that's that's how I I make it right. So the first mini was all had all male names. But uh, then, uh, you know, you get all the emails like, eh, why is there no more female trolls? And it's like, I just make trolls. I'm not like into uh, gender politics. I just, <laughs> you know, you're I just trans build trolls, trolls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, so now I try and give uh, female names also just to make everybody happy. Now, how do you pick your names? I pick the names um, after what sounds good in a story. Somebody who would have uh, helped out, somebody I, I had met, and then I try and keep the names Nordic. And you, you basically go up to a site with
0: not without a plan, and the site talks to you, or you see a vision in it, and yeah, then came, you you sit down. Somebody takes a picture of you in a certain pose, and then that's yeah. how
1: you start your design. Yeah, yeah. So I came here in February, and um, yeah, and then I struck the pose of uh, the troll here and they took a photo of me and uh, now it's here
0: yeah it's beautiful how you like how it's turned out
1: i think it's turning out really good i'm looking forward to just get the last details in because that now the most important part of this sculpture is the hands mm-hmm. because the hands are that's like the interaction point and it's a uh, it's extremely hard to build like i don't know what it's like five feet Uh, big hands or something like that um that is levitating in the air and all the fingers are spread out in in this uh, uh, pose like if you're grabbing something that's not there yet Mm -hmm. and so so each finger has to be so strong so it can um, that that a human will not easily be able to break it right Right. you're
0: you're thinking it's an instagram troll right
1: (laughs) yeah it's a kind of an instagram troll yeah you can say that and um yeah, but we have gotta build it strong, you know. Yeah, and it's not square; it's round and it's sticking in all directions. And yeah, so that's the. I'm looking forward to seeing the hands being completely cladded and done, and then get the scaffold and the, the the little tent and that stuff away, so that we can really feel it in the space and, mm-hmm. and see it finished. But it's almost there. So, do you imagine
0: kids come up walking through the woods and they come across a troll and they immediately jump and play all over it, or or they're scared of it, or they're just inquisitive? Their imaginations going wild. That, that's uh, That's 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 different.
1: Um, some some kids they will get a little bit scared of it, and some people kids they 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 won't. But uh, yeah, yeah. So
0: people with clown like people with clowns, right? <laughs> Either you love them or you are yeah. scared to death. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you are kind of the Anthony Bourdain of art. I, I kind of think that it's pretty cool that you are going around sampling so many places of of this earth and this life. What do you kind of want to have your legacy be when it's all said and done? Is is it more the art or the passion of taking care of the earth and, and being a leading recycling artist?
1: I, have, I hope to uh, be able to leave the world a better place than when I entered it. A good and, steward uh, of the land, yeah? Yeah, so um, that's what my parents have taught me, and um, I just... Like, my message is that something made of something old can be just as good as something made of something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that many of us, we forget this, and we think that we need new things uh, to to be happy, and we need mm-hmm. to go and buy a new piece of furniture in a furniture store to be happy. But actually, like I think like most of us becomes much more happy by taking some old crap and then building something to ourself mm-hmm. because there's this thing about like something you've made yourself you like it just because you've made it so mm. you can go and 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 you can go and buy a ten thousand dollar cabinet and then you won't like it as much as a ugly cabinet you built yourself right. just but just because like it's Take that pride yeah you cooked that food it is so it makes mm-hmm. you happy for that and and it's just a way more resourceful and creates way less waste um, to to behave like that. So I think it's a really good thing to to remember and and to be to be taught, so that it makes me happy myself to do it, mm. um, and so it also happens that it makes everybody else happy to do it. You know, when people get so enthusiastic and into helping me build the troll. You know, like like this guy here he comes with all the seashells because now we're making a, a necklace out of like a little piece of wood and a seashell and a stick that was laying here on the floor in the forest and then it comes together and that's just it's such a fulfilling thing for me to to do and it's such a fulfilling thing for people who participate in it and that's a mm-hmm. it's a great trade off that I make them happy and they make me happy and then you know that's a, that's the that's the, the best job I could imagine you know
0: there's no guilt in you not making the troll 100% of Every nail and screw and a piece of wood—it's—it's it's a collective endeavor for for you and your team.
1: It takes uh, around a thousand working hours to create a troll. Mm-hmm. Um, we are here for a hundred days and we make ten, right? So that's uh, then ten thousand working hours, right? Mm-hmm. That would be impossible for me to pull that off in a hundred days, right? So you're a bit of a
0: poet and uh, amateur rapper. Well, what's all that about? I, I heard one of your poets it was. Yeah. it was really good. Um
1: well, thank you. Yeah, well I've just been I was um from I was like in my early twenties to and then running for ten years, I had three different hip hop groups and recorded nine hip hop albums and played three hundred shows and Wow. Yeah, so we were all over Denmark and Norway and um yeah, so that just taught me a lot about storytelling and rhyming and like that. So it was just natural for me to use that skill and then bring that into my sculptures. So when
0: yeah, music obviously stopped at one point. When does the tro- troll building stop?
1: Well, time will have to tell. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I've named my project Trail of a Thousand Trolls, so I don't have to stop um, anytime <laughs> oh, soon. I, I, for a th- <laughs> like I can go to a thousand. Then that's a long way. I mean, when this project is concluded, it'll be hundred and twenty-five. Wow! And um, tell me the tie-in with the birds. Yeah. So the story about the bird birth houses, as it is, it is that I used to paint graffiti. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I always had like this love-hate relationship with the police because we would have to Mm -hmm. hide ourselves from the police. Um, And being like the free-minded, creative that I am, I thought maybe I can design my way out of this problem that, I like to paint graffiti, I like the missions of graffiti, I like to express myself, I like to go on this urban exploring to figure out where to build my, or paint my graffiti, but I don't like uh, having to be an outlaw, um, mm. and I could see on, on some of my uh, graffiti acquaintances, I could see how they um, became more and more, uh, not that they wanted to be uh, criminals, but because of the nature of graffiti, the um, society did not like graffiti so Mm -hmm. it kind of like puts a separation between the the graffiti artist and society and then the many graffiti artists because of that becomes more and more criminalized because they don't like society because society don't like them
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it's an anti-society type art you know to some extent it it is that for somebody who is outside of graffiti Mm. but Many graffiti painters believe that they're painting something beautiful on the city. They're spending money, they're spending time, they're spending their life, they're risking their freedom to paint graffiti. And they don't do that because they hate the world. They do that because for the love, for the art of graffiti. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're misunderstood because that they're criminalized because people don't like them to paint on their building. But graffiti painters believe that the visual space of the world does not belong to the individual, it belongs to all of us whose eyes are looking at it. But I just could see that I did not want it to become a criminal. I wanted to become, uh, or I thought I can make art that is accepted by the world if I just change the narrative. And that's when I then realized, hey, I should make a sculpture of recycled wood my father always loved birds my grandmother always loved birds they were all my my grandmother and my grandfather were always sitting in front of this huge window and they had all these bird feeders and bird houses and Mm -hmm. bird food and bird showers and all this stuff and that was like their TV and they were sitting there every day and they knew all the birds and they were talking about you know so I was just like I'm gonna be the artist that builds bird houses and then I'm going to hang, do birdhouses as street art and hang them up all over my country. And then I started doing that and made many thousands of birdhouses. And then I still bring those birdhouses into the art that I do today. So in the fairy tale that I'm writing here, that's called The Way of the Bird King. The Bird King is following a trail of birdhouses that's hung up across the United States in this route of our road trip with the ten sculptures. And then the Bird King is called Oscar the Bird King. And he will be uh, hiding on Bashan Island. And he has a big crown that's made of birdhouses.
0: It's pretty cool that you've got to go to uh, Vashon in here. These, Those are two really beautiful locations to to make your art. I wish somebody could take... I know you have limited time and stuff, but there's an old cannery on a Parks Department property out on the waterfront that's... Uh, a cannery? What's that? Uh, you know, where you put fish in cans. And, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it's, but it's old and uh, yeah. there's no windows and it's on the water and the entire thing is graffiti okay so the kids go there and express their graffiti and ever changing on bainbridge yes and i've been taking pictures for years yeah uh, of the art that comes up there because it basically changes daily yeah and i was thinking that would be so cool if there was a troll in there because there's a hole in the roof it could stick his head out and stuff yeah but my fear
1: would be that people would spray paint it yeah
0: you know, so yeah, well,
1: I've, that's that's how it is. That's I, I, I have a troll in um in Win, Winwood in Miami where mm-hmm. they have Art Basel, and the troll is completely graffitied out, but it <laughs> also, also looks kind of cool because it's like, like it's like you can see it's like it's hundreds of different people that have been writing something on it, you know.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that one troll. Eh? I'm not totally familiar with all your work but you did one out of like mixed media of metal and wires and uh
1: yeah it's probably the one in New Jersey that is it, it yeah, yeah. like an abandoned uh, it was an abandoned pottery studio
0: that thing is beautiful
1: yeah thank you it's it, that one is made out so it's this abandoned building that where everything was falling apart mm-hmm. so basically we repurposed the building and made it into a troll so the it's like cladded in it's, it's huge too it's, it's super big it's uh it's probably 20 feet or something it's sitting down and like the thigh is like seven feet in diameter the thigh the upper thigh yeah a really massive one and it's uh yeah and it's like just super rusty corrugated metal roof and, right 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 yeah. but it's something like um that
0: i remember you making those ears folding out the rusty yeah yeah 10
1: yeah that was nice but the ear is kind of like a folded piece of skin, so I figured I could just fold them. Yeah, the vision
0: came to you quick. You just saw the metal that lay in there and made it into the ear. You're like,
1: yeah. saw yeah, it right that's, away. That's why, you, Like, I love that free... Like, that's why it's so nice to play with the built with trash, because trash is broken when you get it, and then you kind of like fixes, fix mm-hmm. it when you make it into something. So you don't have that... Um, many artists have this expression fear of the, the blank canvas mm-hmm. that you're afraid of destroying right, 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 the right. white canvas when you paint on it yeah. and you paid a lot of money for a white canvas maybe you paid 10, 20, 100 dollars yeah. for a white canvas and a lot of money for your paint and then you're still sitting in front of your white canvas and you're afraid of breaking it right? And and so you're taking something new and then you're basically turning it into trash when you're breaking a canvas or that can be your fear Mm -hmm. but if you're taking trash and then making it into a sculpture you do not have that problem because you got the trash for free and and you could probably only do better than having a pile of trash right well i got
0: stuck with some details of the bottom of the foot and the toes there so there was some weird cuts right and i don't work with wood all the time so i kept miscutting it because there's a lot of freehand Type yeah. drawing there was no straight edge or anything like that yeah um so I would cut a piece and would be like damn doesn't fit <laughs> yeah and I could just throw it over my shoulder and grab another piece of, yeah. of used wood because we're using pallet wood and it's all recycled and it's all gonna compost yeah. Is this thing going to compost in over I, I'm, time?
1: I'm sure they're not going to have it compost in the park here. They're probably going to remove it and then throw it back in the wood container, you know. So it won't be a liability problem that you have mm. like a decomposing huge structure standing in the park. But yes, that, that is what's amazing about wood. It is that just yes, grows out of the ground and it goes back in the ground again. Yeah. You know?
0: It's me too. I'm going to pass on with a yeah. mushroom suit and uh, go in a pine box myself. Yeah return back to earth well Thomas this is awesome um, I love how the communities come together on this uh, so many people are so excited about this project it's going to bring joy to children for years and years um, thanks for coming out here and doing this Yeah, really appreciate it
1: thank you for having me and like it's said it is amazing for me to see how because it is just a big pile of old pallets and some Mm -hmm. people who helped build it and it's amazing for me to see how much it it means to people you know and and it's and it's really been like this year have really been like it's just taking on like its own life you know it's uplifting yeah and it's just it's i've heard so many stories about yeah like yesterday you know like the local jerry the uh, who's like a clown or something here on the island and he um and he was like, "Yeah, but like it was his bucket list to see to, on his list bucket list to see one of my trolls." I was like, "Am I on people's bucket list? Like, have I? I'm making things out of trash, and now it's on people's bucket list, you know?" And then he told this story about how he had a heart attack and he can't now really go travel anymore. And then he, all of a sudden, he heard that we were coming to build a troll on Bainbridge, and wow. then he came down here yesterday and told that story. And you know, and it's just, he's like, "I could not imagine to do anything better with my life than this." So I. I hope that I will get to do it for many more years. And um, yeah, yeah,
0: I hope my you big and new
1: goal is one in each state before 27. That's the little goal I've set to <laughs> myself. Yeah,
0: nice. Well, yeah. thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. All right, take care. Yeah. Best wishes.